This program is brought to you by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Uloga Church of Christ in Uloga, Oklahoma. You're listening to The Christian Gentleman with Roy Knight. Hello, my name is Roy Knight for The Christian Gentleman. If a man has been diagnosed with cancer, if he chooses to accept the fact or not, it is totally irrelevant. He still has it. I met a woman the other day who said, I've been diagnosed with diabetes, but I refuse to claim it. Whether she claims it or not, it makes no difference. She still has it. She may continue on with her life as usual, but there will be consequences later on down the road if she refuses to acknowledge it and do something about it. Today, many have lost the concept of sin. Some refuse to even admit that sin is an actual thing. They may not believe that there is a God at all and chalk their existence up to mere chance and evolution. Other more religious-minded folks may accept the idea of sin, but deny its power by believing that God is too loving to cast anyone into hell. No matter what we believe about sin, it does not mean that sin is not real and that sin left unaddressed will separate us from God for all of eternity. It is much easier to leave our spiritual lives up to chance, believing that things will be all right in the end. If all the crises we face, perhaps the greatest is the denial that there is a God and that sin is a problem. Pretending God and sin is not there does not make it so. The fact is, God has revealed himself through the ages, and this record is found in the pages of the Bible. From the beginning in the garden, God has always desired the fellowship of mankind, which is his own creation. Yet time and time again, mankind has turned away towards the beggarly elements of the world. Adam and Eve turned to partaking of the tree from which they were prohibited. Cain murdered his brother. So great was the depravity of mankind in Genesis chapter 6 and verse 5 that it is said every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. We likewise, whether we choose to admit it or not, have sinned. In Romans chapter 3 and verse 23 it states, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We at some point in our lives have chosen to walk the dark paths of sin. Though we may profess to be good or at least better than others, we still fall short of the glory of God. It is our sins that marks us as a traitor to God and shows our allegiance to another. That one being is the devil. In 1 John chapter 2 and verse 16 it states, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Yet even with the mark of sin, just as in the beginning, God still desires to have fellowship with his creation. However, his acceptance following our rebellion is not on our terms, but his. We through sin chose to depart. However, our return must be upon his conditions. He sets the standards for our redemption, not us. It was in the wisdom of God that through man's sin that humanity might be redeemed through one man's perfection, that being Jesus the Christ. 
The Apostle Paul wrote in Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 and 5, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. Redemption carries with it the idea of buying something back. In our case, we have sold our souls for a moment's worth of pleasure, and we have found ourselves like the prodigal son in the devil's pig pen. God's mercy sees our pitiful state and offers to redeem us by the means of the sacrifice of his own son, Jesus Christ, the just for the unjust. Paul, in the previous chapter, stated, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Galatians 3, 13-14 Such a passage is reflected in the beloved text of John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. True was the prophecy of Zacharias in Luke chapter 1 and verses 67 through 69, which states, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel. He has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. What are God's terms upon our return to him? Are we just to believe on the name of Jesus? Are we to say a sinner's prayer? The answer to both of these questions is no. Our pathway to redemption is found throughout the pages of the New Testament, but especially in the book of Acts. When the multitude were pricked in their hearts following the preaching of Jesus, they asked the question, Men and brethren, what shall we do? The answer was immediately given by Peter, who stated, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. Repentance is a change of mind signifying that it is no longer our desire to follow Satan or our own will, but to once more follow the Lord. Bible baptism is an immersion in water likened unto a burial. Upon our resurrection from the water, we are raised to the newness of life in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 6, verse 1-4 through four. Having had our sins washed away, God adds us to the body of Christ, which is his church. We find this in Acts chapter 2 and verse 47, and Colossians chapter 1, verse 18 and verse 24. In so doing, we are committing our lives to God's cause and conforming our lives to his word. Our faithfulness to his will will result in our having eternal life with him in heaven. I hope that that is your desire, because it is God's desire that you return to him. Jesus said in Luke chapter 15 and verse 10, Likewise I say to you that there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. If you would like to ask a question about your salvation, you can contact my friends at the Ulaga Church of Christ, or you can email me directly at st. George, G-E-O-R-G-E, C of C at yahoo.com. That's S-T, George, C of C at yahoo.com. 
I would love to hear from you. That's all I have for right now. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. May the Lord bless you as you seek to do His will. And I'll see you next time on The Christian Gentleman. We thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can also find us on several uh, social media platforms now. We hope you enjoyed this program. We hope you will share with others. And as always, we thank you for listening.